Hey everyone, this is Victor Mercado and you're listening to the Southwest Design Labs podcast, which is being recorded today from St. Cecilia Studios in downtown Tucson, which is the flagship recording studio in town, uh, in my opinion. Today we have a very special guest uh, and a very special show uh, as we gear up for Super Bowl 50. I wanted to invite to the podcast uh, someone who is doing real cutting edge work in this intersection of sports, technology, entrepreneurship, public health. Uh, Eric Luster, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Victor. Eric is the founder of Movement Interactive, which is a tech startup. They are the developers of the Hiji Band, which is a wearable tech product that detects head impacts and measures and notifies users of a potential concussion. And if you're interested in the product, it's hijiband.com. And I had the pleasure of, of meeting Eric at, an, at a business development conference recently. And you know what? Immediately, I was struck by his contagious spirit of entrepreneurship. And uh, Eric, I think you have a great story. Uh, and um, I'm just going to let you jump in and, um, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you end up becoming an entrepreneur? Um, it started, uh, I actually arrived in, in Arizona in 1999 uh, via the U.S. Army. I was stationed down at Fort Huachuca, Arizona, uh, where I was a chemical, biological, uh, nuclear sp- specialist with the Army. And um, I did, I worked in the Army for uh, six years. And uh, made a lot of progress, earned a, a bronze star, made the rank of uh, E6, which is staff sergeant, in about four years. So after working in the Army, I uh, was recruited out by Northrop Grumman Mission Systems. And uh, that was a really exciting time, uh, but scary, because uh, leaving the uh, security of, of the Army, where uh, things were a lot stable, living on the base, and then now just going into uh, private industry, uh, still on the government contracting side, but uh, that was a, a really a big change for us. Well, uh, while working at Northrop Grumman, uh, I was put, play, put into a cubicle, and at that time I knew that I was an entrepreneur. And uh, it took several years to, to work up and build the skill set um, and the courage to actually go out on my own, but... Uh, that was the start of it. Honestly, I think your resume is really off the charts. I mean, you did uh, PhD studies in computer science. You're almost done with your doctorate in business. You're a decorated army veteran. You're a dad. You're an entrepreneur. Seriously, you're you're making the rest of us look bad here. Well, yeah, it's been a, a long road, uh, but I've always, ever since I was a little kid, I, I've always enjoyed the challenge, and so I've I've always uh, uh, prided myself in setting small goals. And ob- obtaining those small goals, and ultimately uh, been really focused on the larger goals, and so I've I've hit a couple of uh, key milestones, and I'm looking forward to to much more milestones, many more. Well, I think you're definitely doing really good work. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Hiji Band, and you can tell us the backstory about that. It, it seems to me that Hiji Band is it was was it one of those epiphanies, or was it just part of an arc? Of, of ideas that just morphed. Yeah, it, it was uh, more or less a, a, a group of ideas that, that morphed. And uh, after we started doing the research, um, it, it started to come together and we found an application for it. Um, originally, I, I, I pitched uh, this concussion detection uh, solution uh, to the university. It was geared towards... Uh, veterans and military personnel well that wasn't well received uh 
by the university community. So we we took a step back and we started to look at other applications that uh, would would be more attractive. And uh, we, we started to look at uh, sports. And uh, once we started to uh, take a look at the, the sporting industry, uh, more specifically youth sports, uh, things really opened up. It, it all started to make sense. And this was uh, at ASU or here in Arizona, or where was this at? Yes, this was um, uh, in Arizona, uh, r- right before I started the uh, PhD program in, in computer science. How did you land on, I, I mean, of all the things you could have studied, you know, why concussion? Why, you know, why was that interesting to you at the time? Yeah, that was interesting to me because uh, I have a, uh, my, my son who's 14 now. At the time, he was playing uh, tackle football in a very competitive league. And uh, I, I was playing around with uh, several technologies uh, when we were at uh, one of his football practices. Uh, there was a standout quarterback. I mean, the, the guy was 11 years old at the time. And um, everyone was happy to see him back. They were pushing him a little harder than the other kids. And um, I, I wanted to get the story on, on this kid uh, because I knew it was something special going on. Uh, so I actually uh, talked to the mothers, and, and they were the ones who told me that this kid had just returned uh, from breaking his leg last year. And I was a bit concerned because um, even though he uh, was was cleared and he was healed, no one knows if he was really fit to, to play. That, that really turned me on to looking at uh, what could we do uh, when, when our kids are in that particular position. And so we looked at our technology, and it it actually pointed towards concussions. And uh, now you see uh, it, it really has picked up everyone. It's front concerned. and center. Yep. It was interesting. Uh, one of the uh, – talking about, you know, how you, you came about this, but, you know, I think empathy, and maybe that was part of it, right, is this huge component of, of design thinking in that you literally have to walk – in your users or in your customers' shoes. Um, and, and I know you did, I mean, over at least over 200 customer interviews. What was, what was the thing that jumped out the most for you as you were, as you were looking into, you know, whether or not this product was, was right for the segment or what were the potential uses for this product? Or as you were trying to learn a little bit more about who would be um, the, the primary user of this technology, did you go with that in mind? Did you say, we want to look at high school kids or, you know, maybe younger kids from Pop Warner all the way up and, and see if this technology was applicable for them in terms of measuring concussions or the impact of, of, of injuries? Or did you just kind of land into that as part of doing some other type of research? Yeah. So, um, honestly, Victor, I, I'm a, a, a really big thinker uh, and I, I really aim for the stars. So automatically, uh, when we started to develop the technology, I was going straight to the NFL with it. Uh, but I met a gentleman by the name of uh, Stephen Three, who was the starting quarterback at uh, Arizona State, um, 2010. I actually, uh, this is a, a a story that that uh, Stephen and I often tell. Uh, I, I met Stephen uh, while I was watching C-SPAN, and I, I saw a student uh, hearing on student athletes with concussions. And so I uh, and I saw the ASU quarterback there. And at that time, I was deep in my study. I wasn't really 
paying attention to the uh, the football season, and I I almost felt like that this one had got away from me, and so I emailed, I looked Stephen up, and I emailed him right away, and uh, we were able to schedule a meeting uh, when he returned, and uh, little did I know, he, he said, hey, you, you emailed me while I was on the floor of Congress, <laughs> but we connected, and this uh, really started that participatory type research that I was that I was looking for for this technology. And uh, what we found out with Steven is he suffered a minor concussion, uh, but he was forced to retire. And uh, that that raised some several questions for us. Uh, we wanted to know, is there a cumulative effect of the concussions that Steven received when he was uh, playing youth ball and high school and now college? Right, you don't see that over time, right, because it's in your head. And most of those impacts went undiagnosed um, a lot of times these concussions aren't uh, reported by the athlete themselves um, unless they're they are unconscious or someone sees a, a big hit and and they really feel like hey that may have caused a concussion right you can't just you can't just look into that it reminds me of a uh, I was right reading that piece uh, in, in in a sports illustrated recently by Tom Taylor and in, in I don't know if you saw it recently. It was in December of, of 2015. And uh, he really does kind of delve back into, um, into you know, what did the NFL do with, with everything that, it, that, it's, that it's learned about concussions? And, and I mean, as I was reading the story, I have, a, I have a, an 11-year-old son. And as I was reading about um, concussion, I mean, it's not just, I think if, if people called it what it is, right, you know, chronic traumatic encephalopathy, you know, I, I think a concussion or CTE, I think, softens that a little bit. But, you know, when you start reading about the research of how the brain works and how how it atrophies and you have these different, uh, I believe they're, I think, protein deposits that happen you know, over, over, you know, numerous, numerous impacts. I think people maybe might think, might think about sending the kids on the field, might think twice a little bit. So I think that definitely presents an opportunity for you um, as people are thinking more about more about well maybe football maybe this type of sport is not right for for my son or soccer or for my daughter um, I mean I, I can imagine that takes out a little bit of that that market away from you of people who would be obvious users of your product have you thought about other other uses for for the hiji band or do you feel like that there's still enough people playing football and enough uh, interest because it really it's not waning right yeah so uh one, one thing that i i want to clarify so the hiji band our our intention is to uh to help the sport of football and to help the sport of soccer and hockey versus uh parents being afraid to uh let their kids um enjoy a team sport such as football and and learn so much um valuable team building skills and discipline things of that nature, we don't want to take that away. We want to provide a tool that, uh, that allows parents to have some visibility outside of uh, the visibility that they currently have. So uh, we, we definitely support uh, taking the, the, uh, the sports forward, and we want to see enrollment go back up. Um, the, the Hiji Band um, is, is built with, with that in mind. We do have several other applications for the Hiji band. For instance, uh, one of the sensors uh, captures temperature 
We're also looking at um, heart rate monitoring. And so that's going to open up a lot of uh, different applications for, for the device. Eric, tell us a little bit about how the HegiBand works. So uh, the, the HegiBand uh, uses a tri, tri-axis accelerometer, and uh, we're able to uh, detect uh, objects that come in, in contact with the head. And so in real time, we're able to identify the G-force of an object that hits a player's head. Not only, only that, we're able to identify the location of the impact. Mm-hmm. And with our patent p- pending algorithm, we're able to take this information and compare it against several predictive models and identify the likelihood of a concussion. I mean, this product is really, I feel like a lot has gone into into putting this product together um, in terms of, of the science and also the, the design and the engineering. Uh, who's on your team, Eric, and, and how did you find people? Uh, how did you build this this brain trust? Yeah, so uh, one thing I, I pride myself in is, is my ability to work with an in interdisciplinary uh, team. And I, I think I picked this up uh, while I was working in the Army because um, in the Army unit, uh, you, you're with there uh, several different skill sets and you all have to work together to accomplish a mission so over the last uh, four years I put together a really diverse team we have uh, four different types of engineers we have an electrical engineer computer scientist an embedded systems engineer and a biomedical engineer and uh, when you put that much brain power in a room you really can figure some really compli- complicated things out so how did you go about reaching out to these people? You said, hey, um, I mean, what was that conversation like? Well, it ri- originally started at the university. So uh, so I, I met uh, several of my collaborators in, um, in, in courses uh, that I attended. Um, I, I would often uh, take courses outside of the computer science department. And uh, one of my, my biggest tactics was, was to work with, the uh, secretaries in different departments. I would get on their distribution list and I would go and I would attend events uh, all over the, the ASU campus. And uh, you usually uh, feel the synergy uh, within a, a 10 minute conversation with someone. Who came up with the original design for the HijiBand? Did you have something in mind? And I think my first question was, you know, why don't we embed something like this inside the football helmet? Yeah, so originally we started off uh, uh, putting our, our chip that, that we designed uh, inside of a football helmet. But after conducting customer discovery, we realized that that would be a huge mistake. And um, along the way, we uh, we won a grant with the National Science Foundation, and it, it forced us to really get out and ask the right questions and ask the questions without really uh, – talking too much about the technology because uh, during this fact gathering exercise you really want to uh, authentically get feedback from potential customers right, right. Yep. and so what what happened is we we talked to parents and we found out that uh, that little Johnny only plays football for three months or four months out of the year but he's he's playing basketball he's playing soccer He's playing several other different sports. So we took that back as a major design consideration. 
and that's uh, where the the Hiji band was uh, conceived. Where are you now in your, obviously in in terms of the 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 arc of your product and in terms of the the stage of your company, where where do you find yourselves now? So we've uh, went through uh, several different stages as a startup, and we're finally getting out of the startup uh, mentality. Although we we don't really want to lose that that innovative edge and feeling uh, that you get with a startup. We've we've just transitioned. We we've uh, switched manufacturers, and uh, now we have a, a larger manufacturer that's able to uh, support our needs because uh, we have a uh, several sports that have a high demand, and so we as a company we want to be able to to meet the customers' uh, demand for the product. Yeah, and and I noticed that you're already conducting. Uh, they're actually out there. On your website, I notice that you're already taking pre-orders. Do you have a sense of what the drop date is going to be for the product? And in terms of how do you how are you going to get it out there? Do you have, what are your plans for for marketing and uh, distributing this product? Our current manufacturer now has really uh, has made that very uh, clear for us. The product actually will be shipped from uh, the manufacturing's location, and so that was um, that activity was was very difficult for a startup to handle without raising millions of dollars but through strategic partnerships we've been able to uh, answer a lot of those questions and make adjustments what did you learn from your kickstarter campaign getting the brand um, out in front of many people is very very important Uh, so we we actually worked our kickstarter campaign in several different phases and uh, we were able to test uh, some of the things that we thought and uh, towards the end, we really start to pick up traction. In fact, uh, the Kickstarter campaign um, took us to to London, where we attended the Elite Sports Conference in 2015. And I was a, a speaker on on uh, the technology. Um, and we we found out that other sports outside of uh, American football and soccer were interested. Uh, for instance, in London. Uh, Rugby was very interested. On the design side, tell us a little bit about how you arrived at, at the actual design of the product. Well, uh, originally we uh, we wanted to just do a standard headband, uh, but when we actually talked to customers, uh, we talked to players, coaches, and parents, uh, we arrived at several conclusions. Other companies, they, they use their products to... to uh, put a lot of branding and and to really showcase their logos and, and things in that nature. But we've opted to to actually let the teams and the clubs put their logo on the Hiji band. So these are customizable? Yes. How are you getting the Hiji band out so that people can start using it and start to create some word of mouth? Yeah. So one of the first leagues where you will see the Hiji band is with the Women's Premier Soccer League. And uh, we've, we've built a strong uh, strategic partnership and uh, a sponsorship with, with the uh, Women's Premier Soccer League. So uh, the, the players in that particular league, female soccer players, will actually be the first to, um, to in an organized sport to, to wear the, the Hiji band. Have you presented this? At, I mean, I think this would be a really exciting topic for the MIT Sports Analytics Conference. Have you ventured into that space or... Uh, I've presented some of the work at uh, several other uh, 
conferences, such as uh, some of the ACM conferences. Uh, what groups have been, I think, the most interested in in your product? And I think along the same lines, what surprised you as you've moved forward from you know ideation all the way to where you're at now, and now that you have a uh, you're at the pre-order phase. Yeah, so the most surprising aspect that I've seen uh, was the uh, behavioral issue um, at all levels. Uh, a lot of people point the finger at the NFL, the league itself, but I had to really do some uh, self-reflecting myself because as my son uh, played football, I found myself telling uh, my son to go harder and to shake it off things that that I was told when I was young I played football uh, growing up and uh, played a, a lot of intramural football in in the army so yeah that's been the most surprising thing is uh, it's really uh, the the uh, attitudes and uh, the behaviors uh, that that come with playing football for many years and watching football for many years um, a lot of parents uh, were reluctant to to receive this type of information because they were more concerned about their kid uh, being eligible to to play uh, the next game or uh, whether or not the team would win. So uh, that's a that's a a surprising uh, thing to to really to to realize. So how are you getting your product out there now? I mean, do you do a lot of showcasing or? Um, and, and along those lines, if people wanted to buy one today, you know, where can they go and buy it? Are, are you thinking about retail or is this primarily uh, a product that's going to start online? Yes, uh, originally we will start online, uh, but we will move to uh, retail locations. Right now you can go on the uh, website and uh, you can uh, pre-order the device. And what's the name of the website again? It's hijiban.com. And that's H-I-J-I-B-A-N-D dot com. And I noticed when you pulled up today, your car has a wrap. Uh, what kind of what kind of reaction do you get when you when you go to the when you go to the grocery store and and you pull up in in your Hiji band, the Hiji mobile? Oh yeah, it the the response is awesome. Uh, we we often take the uh, the marketing and support vehicle out to uh, events around uh, the Phoenix area. Uh, eventually when there's product we will uh, the those will be available that's our mobile sales force what excites you the most about as you look into the future the most exciting um, aspect is uh, watching the the parents um, and and knowing that they have a peace of mind that their kids are, are playing sports and that that they're safe for example one 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 sport and one activity we, we looked at was, was skiing. Uh, we, we found out that um, in skiing, the parents, they go to the cross-country uh, slopes, and the kids often go over to the snowboarding. Uh, what if we could provide that parent a peace of mind while their kid is off snowboarding and uh, can possibly get injured and now receive a mobile alert if that uh, injury is serious. And there's a mobile app. I, I know it measures the, the G-forces and the impact. Is that how you are able to see that as a user? Yes. And uh, one thing we, we found out, uh, my, my engineers are, are really sharp, really good. They put a lot of tables and charts in the mobile app originally. 
but we found out that parents were more interested and more concerned on the alerts. They that's what they really would want us to focus on is uh, a really sharp, uh, precise alerting process. So uh, they want to know if it's mild, moderate, or severe. And so that's what we've put a, a lot of effort and energy into. Mm-hmm. And, and what are doctors telling you? What are people in the medical community saying? Well, a lot of uh, that effort, uh, that was actually part of my uh, PhD uh, studies uh, to, to find out what type of information is useful to the medical community. Um, again, this is biomechanical data. Uh, we're able to tell tell someone how hard they've been hit, what was the G-force, and also provide that index to let them know the likelihood of a concussion. Right. But the medical community, there there's still some work that needs to be done in order to marry those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, the hijiban is a device that uh, that alerts parents and uh, lets them know that um, a particular impact is uh, it, it there's some concern around a particular impact and they should seek medical attention if it's a, a severe impact. Wise words from, from a, not only an entrepreneur, but also a parent and somebody who's played football before. Um, so today's interview was with Eric Luster and he's the, the CEO of Movement Interactive and they're the, the designers behind the Hijiban and you can find it at hijiban.com, H-I-J-I-B-A-N-D.com. It's a company out of the Phoenix area and um, you went to ASU, so we won't we won't hold that against you down here in Wildcat Country, Eric. But we're so excited you made the drive down here. And uh, thanks for being part of the podcast. Thank you, Victor. I, I really appreciate it, and I appreciate your hospitality.